is the beauty of that story. Other people's perception of you ain't none of your business. I wonder if this is what normal people feel like. Well, like Eleanor Roosevelt said, well-behaved women rarely make history. And nothing says mental health um, cast live like, say, starting with, I drank a whole bottle of wine. on he's messing with everything i don't know if our sound's coming through right, we're good we're okay. good yeah all right hello <laughs> <laughs> how are you <laughs> welcome back you have to forgive me this is what this is what a 45 year old like it's had a little too much uh fun the night before looks like oh uh, my goodness i'm not as uh but we'll get to that in a second i guess <laughs> I, I presume <laughs> we'll tell everyone how we tried to be uh grown people we tried to be grown uh, yeah we tried to be grown uh you know going out uh last night but anyway uh welcome to another week of bipolar girl where we heard in over 76 countries and growing uh it's it, it's an exciting time to be a part of this show, uh, just to have a lot of impromptu kind of interesting things that are going on. Rebecca, of course, is now, I believe, fully healed from what we now know as a medication reaction. Oh, yeah, we were. Yeah. Mm. So y'all have heard the story. Basically, we were medicating side effects. Side effects. And it was not working well for me. But at this point... um. I kind of argued my way with my doctor and I'm off the Velar. And so I'm just on Lamictal and Wellbutrin now. I mean, I'm a proponent of medication, but I think that we should be on the least amount of medication possible. The most effective and least. Like, I don't think that we should over medicate ourselves and everything. So um, that was my that was my goal is to get on the least amount of medication as possible that's effective. Right. Yeah. You know what? I, I can't, I can't say enough about, you know, with your body in particular and you're, you know, you're not exactly unique in that there are certainly other people out there who are highly sensitive to medications and can't just have a bunch of stuff just dumped in them. You know? Well, and this is the first time that we ever experienced medicating side effects. Right. We didn't realize that that's what we were doing until what six months later. Yeah, we didn't even. Yeah, we didn't realize that that was that was it. It took yeah, a none long of us. Time. None of us figured it out. The doctors, us, none. I mean, you eventually figured it out. Not until the yeah, it was. We're talking eight months later. Yeah, and uh, and so yeah, it's. It's, it, you know, it's really tough. And so shout out to Amy last week who came on to the show, by the way, before we go any further. Uh, she wanted to be a guest, but she ended up coming on and helping us interview uh, the book of Susan's writer. And uh, yeah, shout out to that show. It's actually doing really well. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, you know, how was your week, honey? T tell everyone about your progress with healing from your burn. Oh, that's healing pretty well. Um, 
And Steven's getting mad at me because, of course, it's peeling and I'm picking at it. Yeah, like, who does that? Lots of people. Yeah, don't do that. Lots of people skin pick, you know, and of course, you know, this week. Okay, So we have this massive size bonfire, bonfire, like fire pit in our front part of our property. And every evening I've just it's just been a long week and we'll get into that. And nice weather and nice weather. And so we've just been chilling and we've been, you know, actually we've been publishing. I published um, videos to, to my social. And um, but we didn't put it on the uh, bipolar girl social, so maybe maybe we'll put some fire on there. Yeah, that's kind of cool. But anyway, but like the whole time she's standing over the fire, I'm like, honey, would you sit down? Like we don't need you to burn your other. She goes, I got one good hand. I'm like, that's the point. <laughs> that's the point. We don't need both hands. Like act, like actually <laughs> burned. Yeah. So at this point, I mean, it's real red and raw looking, but it it, it feels like a really bad sunburn. Right. Which is a step in the right direction from what it felt like before. Well, the aquifer was absolutely like an amazing like uh, addition to your healing. Well, that's true because there was one night that I was taking the bandages off and it's nasty, but it stuck. And like my hand was a bloody mess and I was in tears. And I told Steven, I said, I can't do this anymore. Like I just, I'm just not going to wrap it because <laughs> right. I can't go through this pain every, every, every day. Um, and he pulled out this aquifer burn cream that that he had bought before we went to the emergency room. And it's basically just like a thick Vaseline. So I would put the medication on and then I put that on and then no more sticky bandages. Yeah. And she could move her hand. It was really good. And she and when I come home, she's less cranky. It's really, it's really about self-preservation. <laughs> well, you know, you get cranky when you in pain. Right. No, it's it's true. Um, yeah. So, you know, it's been a good week. You've been balancing, you know, work and things and, and, uh, and, you know, George Arthur, our youngest rather, um, his birthday party was canceled, uh, because of, uh, Ian. Ian. And so we'll, we'll have that next week. And so they're free, freed up a lot this week. And, you know, which kind of like, you know, it's kind of like talking about my week. I've been super busy, and this is one thing that Rebecca was just like, like I see you running all around. You need to wear a mask. It was funny. We went out last night, and we'll talk about that last night because last night was lit. We had a really good time. Uh, but he, okay. his whole job is meeting people, and he won't wear a mask. I know. I'm not and an anti-masker, by the way. Like he's gonna bring home all the goobers. Yeah, I know. So this week, I was lucky enough to go. Um, you, I, I talked about, uh, what is it that, uh, Amok Foods, Jollof Rice, they, they donated, uh, what is it? 5,000 units that Rebecca and I sent them there and helped and put stickers on and drank too much wine that, mm. remember that two shows ago. Dr. Cujo. Dr. Cujo. They're just amazing and sweet people and such a, such a powerful small business. So, um, so I went, um, to the sessions at CBCF to just network with my current job or for my current job. And just in general, right? And just to kind of like learn. And I was I, I did less networking than normal. I did more learning and absorbing of the information. And I actually heard some like pretty cool stuff, babe, about like, you know, people are really talking about, you know how on the show we talk about like, about mental health in the African-American community, in particular of men. And they were really doing a lot on those sessions and talking about, um, talking about mental health. It's becoming a part of dialogue in different aspects of the black community and that is extremely exciting to see well it's huge to see it in the black not only in the black community but with men with men absolutely because no matter what community men are always forgotten about with mental health right you know it's the whole man up and be strong and like 
toxic masculinity and and you just never know what a person is going through like you know you just remember when you're walking around and you quote unquote drop the mic on someone or you dismiss someone like they're not relevant or not important you never know what it is mentally that they're going through that that might brighten their day just by your actions or take you down by the way um and the prime example was this morning and i'm I'm jumping around a little bit (laughs) but this morning we were at the healing breakfast at congressional black caucus foundation and of course, you know, my cousin is on the board there. And and so, you know, we we went, we took people that we knew. But while we were waiting for our party to show up, two congresswomen walked up to Rebecca and looked at her and was like, woof. She said, let me, and I, I'm sorry, I don't know her name and whoever you are, like if, if you come across this show, if anyone sends it to you, like, great. Like, you know, maybe I will tag the speaker or like Barbara Lee or like someone, but seriously like she walked up to rebecca and she was like you're bringing the summer back or something like that yeah because my dress was brightly colored and and that's rebecca i don't like to go muted yeah that that's rebecca she just wants she's she's about bringing life you know i mean after all what, what she goes through and what she went through the last eight months i thought about it in that moment it wasn't a time to like you know to like you know to spill ne- your guts to network and say yeah and like spill your guts but i thought about it i was like how fascinating is this that a woman of power a woman in position of power in her you know in the united states house of representatives took a moment she walked in and spread just some joy to a person she didn't know i mean she may well i mean she may they may or may not have known who we were but that's not the point the point is is that they spread joy and they told her like you know you bring you know you bring summer back it was a dreary day outside well the remnants of ian are here so right you just don't know when those words honey are going to really help someone get through and considering what you went through over the last eight months i was like wow that is very impressive and what an example of what it means to be a leader and what we should be um you know uh you know in in our communities and stuff so shout out to the house of representatives and that particular congresswoman or both of them the particular congress people um so anyway well speaking of going through like ian just tore up an entire state that's true my parents are in florida and i kept harassing them because at first the hurricane was supposed to go right over top of them but it eventually got pushed down into the southern part of the state but man just looking at the pictures like y'all are going through it right right yeah it's yeah shout out to uh to the to the white house and to the governor's mansion for actually coordinating some and doing the work of the people in florida and a shout out to val dimmings uh congresswoman dimmings who's of course uh you know uh, down there um you know serving the people so yeah you know i love you to death but i could care less about the white house and the congressman like no, no. these people are suffering and they're going through the worst time of their lives that's my point that's my point no it, it's not i'm not making the i'm not making the point that it's about them i'm making a point that they're actually working together to try to address the needs of the people that's all i'm saying they said that this is going to be billions of dollars in cleanup I believe, and the fallout is going to be real. Of course, we know that it's going to hurt a lot of marginalized groups down there of all stripes and types. So, um, you know, so I hope that our leaders actually respond and answer the call. You know, because your family's down there. I mean, well, they weren't affected. 
well, no, they got they they escaped this one, but I mean, there's a lot of people down. I mean, you showed me the pictures. I mean, people with at least five feet of water up against their windows, like yeah, someone was floating in their living room trying to survive it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I do beg the question, like, why didn't you evacuate? But still, those are still human lives down there. But that goes into the marginalized communities. Like, not everybody has the ability to evacuate. They don't have the money. They don't have the cars. They don't have the place to go. Right. I mean, evacuation kind of becomes a very privileged thing. No, it is. It is. It, That's it, what we saw in Katrina. I know. They just let them people die because they couldn't get out. Right. No, that's true. That's true. It's, uh, you know, <clears throat> I mean, the response was horrible and, 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 and the people are still feeling the effects of it even today. And even, you know, some of the things that are going on, they're trying their best to keep the people in their communities, but a lot of them are displaced. A lot of them won't even come back. So yeah, natural disasters and natural occurrences do disrupt and displace people in a big way. And it's, it's, it's really horrible. And that impacts your mental health. I remember when a former boss of mine, I won't call her name out, but when, when, when they went through mental health, I mean, all of them were in therapy as a family. They what they went through Katrina. Well, we know through. through Katrina, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, it's devastating. There will be people here that need, you know, uh, that need mental health responses in a mm -hmm. big way. Uh, mm -hmm. Not only what they need in terms of, uh, you know, just homes or you know, clothes and food. And, uh, it's always the issues are always larger than. Than um than the than than what you can actually respond to, but either way you have to figure out a way to, to respond to it. So, yeah, it's um it's been a it's been a crazy week. But last night we were <laughs> last night we went to the it was what is it sponsored by Universal? It was a black party. Yeah, we went. So it sounds funny, but like if you're from the Northeast, like you know the white party of the Hamptons, where everybody goes and they're dressed in white. This was a black party. Everybody was supposed to dress in black. And I will say that there were women in there who were walking in defiant. Yeah, it was. They were coming in in all white. Yes, they were. And it's like, you know better. Or you red. know better. And, and you did this on purpose to get attention. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was great. It was. I tell you, the food was amazing. It was sponsored by Universal, I believe. And uh, it was a VIP party. And I'll tell you, Rebecca and I, like, love tasting the lamb on, you know, the lamb chop with that. Would you say it was a smoky, spicy it barbecue was something sauce? On it. Yeah, it was something like that. It was it was really good. And the drinks were unlimited. And when the bartender says, yeah, we're going to mess you guys. We're going to get you guys Yeah, the goal up. is to mess you up tonight. Yeah, you know, it, <laughs> it does not. They, they accomplished it. Um, so we yeah. were out all night. And it was. It was so much fun because it was people our age, like you know. We weren't we weren't out with the college kids. We weren't out with the college kids. I don't think I could have been. Well, the college kids were downstairs. Yeah, they were in the other section. Yeah, <laughs> we, Down were, we were upstairs in the VIP. Um, they were downstairs in in playing down there, but. You know, so it was more our speed, but we drank way too much and then we stayed way too long mm -hmm. and we came home and we got about three hours of sleep and then we had to turn around and go back downtown so we could go to the healing breakfast. I mean, it's been a day. We're exhausted. I know. And so we're not really having a full show this week, but we wanted to get on and just give you words of encouragement and about, you know, continuing on through your week. And Rebecca wants to, of course, give you a proverb eventually once we get to that. But yeah, we, we, we wanted to make sure we just got on to, uh, 
to you know to, to to sort of keep this going to keep the connections going and speaking of which you've been doing a lot of outreach to leading not only uh researchers and academics in the world of mental health and one did response right respond right yeah we're trying to nail down a date for him to come on dr alexander nicolescu right hopefully hopefully and his body of work is super interesting and so he responded and was like yeah he will definitely contribute and uh, be a good citizen uh and he oh my goodness what, what was some of his motive some of his research we will talk about that when we get him okay he's not here yet well, all right if you're listening dr alexander nicolescu we want you here md phd uh we would love to talk about your fascinating research rebecca was telling me about it and it's absolutely incredible this is the great thing about being married to like an ivy league person because they love really nerdy stuff and smart stuff and that just only elevates our show yeah i mean most people <laughs> read fiction for fun and i'm reading white papers and research papers i know <laughs> <laughs> and it's enjoyable i i i'm down for it i love it but right. most people you know you join you join like these there's like groups on facebook like or any social media where it's like the book club or the reading group and like they're they're either reading like fiction or the women are reading smut <laughs> You know, is it just me or does the world just only like think about is sex? Like the entire they, like, seriously, like they're like, just reading smut and like I'm not one to kink shame or anything like that. Like, do you whatever that is, as long as you're not hurting somebody. Right. But like these books, like Grey's Anatomy came out. Not Grey's Anatomy. No, oh Fifty Shades 50 of Grey. Sh Grey's Anatomy. I like that. I have heard that book, baby. Tell me about Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> so Fifty Shades of Grey came out. And I think that's what kind of started the whole thing. Look, I've seen some of these books. Fifty Shades of Grey is like PG compared to some of these books. Like these books are intense smut. Like, I don't know. And I always feel bad because it's like maybe maybe their bedroom is boring. Maybe that's why they have to read it. I don't know. But I joined these groups and that's all they're talking about. And it's like, I don't want to talk about this. Like, when's the last time you you read nonfiction or you read historical fiction or I mean, even historical fiction, but I'm a nerd, so right you know you are a nerd and you know i come in like what are you reading and she's like i'm reading about you know like genetic markers and like treatment i'm like whoa whoa like i'm like well tell me more about this and that's just fascinating to hear her talk about it and I, as someone who likes white papers myself but i would read less like scientific white papers like i'm more inclined to read more like you know more sort of research-based white papers on like technology or innovation like but to have her listen to read something where half of the words i don't even understand uh it's pretty impressive the reason why she graduated cum laude from penn so i'm pretty impressed well, shout out to um hollywood star jen lewis jennifer lewis ms lewis the godmother or mother of black hollywood or hollywood she was there talking about mental health and um you know the the the, the thing that i also credit for her is that I thought of you when she said the young people will listen to me because I like to cuss. Makes us more interesting. Yes. You know, they say the more you cuss, the more intelligent you are. <laughs> well, this woman like the be. whole the whole like 
you must not be smart because you dropping f-bombs like you can think of better vocabulary no we have the vocabulary it just doesn't hit right like a good f <laughs> well, it doesn't hit right well let me tell you baby if that's the case then you and miss lewis are like road scholars if that's the case i'm telling you the way you like to drop them f-bombs i was like you know i was like well you know what i thought about it. i was like wow my wife is super intelligent well, that mm -hmm. makes sense now. And you know, this is why the young people listen to her. Mm -hmm. At least our young people around here. I'm being so, censored constantly on this show. <laughs> well, yeah, because, um, you know, we, we don't want people going to church and hearing the F-bomb on a Sunday. You know, you just don't want that to happen with their kids in the backseat. It's oppressive. <laughs> I'm oppressed. You're oppressed. I am. <laughs> we, I'm just, oppressed. we just don't let you just be who you are. <laughs> you should just come out and say, I'm a cusser, out loud I cusser. I am. Cussing out loud. I am. <laughs> Y'all well, oppress me. We oppress you. Well, anyway. Um, Make me something I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> You're so silly. Um, <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, that's essentially the show in a nutshell um we are i don't think is there anything else you wanted to update anyone on um in terms of out in the community no i mean next week's show is going to be much more interesting than this i promise um if anybody has tiktok and they've been following tiktok like lately there is a woman on there I don't know if I should say her name. I mean, she's oh, oh, the one that's going to be on it. No, the one that we're kind of basing the show off of. Um, oh no, she, well, she putting it out in public like that. She is putting it out. Yeah. So Gabby Hanna. Yeah, Gabby. Gabby Hanna. God complex, Gabby. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. That's rude. What? I'm sorry. You're right. God forgive me. Um, Gabby Hanna is bipolar, and she documents her life on tiktok and fortunately unfortunately she documented her mania episode on tiktok and of course during it she wouldn't admit that she was manic because we never do because we just feel good and we're just having revelation after revelation and you know she started getting that you know not god complex but that she was closer to god and like all those religious experiences and you know the typical hypomania or hypermania she has since come out of her um manic state and and she's made some tiktoks talking about yeah i was hypermanic but she's never been hypermanic before she's only been hypomanic um which is a different level you know um and what got me thinking about the show was the way that the public were reacting to her because those who don't know about bipolar and mental health issues were thinking that she was having a legit spiritual awakening and that she, you know, some people were saying that she was a prophet and like, it just added to the delusion. Right. Um, and so we're going to have BP spouse on, she's on TikTok too. We had her on before and we're going to have Amy on and we're going it, to, it's really a show to discuss the severity of mania and how it can really 
you know, everybody thinks that the the scary part of bipolar is the depression because that comes with suicide. Mm -hmm. But especially after what we went through in April, like that mania, man, that's scary. Right. You know, and it comes with psychosis and it comes with all kinds of stuff and it needs to be taken just as seriously. So we're going to have a whole conversation about that. BP spouse is, of course, a spouse to a bipolar um her bipolar husband, he has bipolar one. So he deals with hypermania. And then Amy's just our awesome co-host doctor who can come and, and give us the doctor perspective. Yeah, no, I think that's, that sounds amazing. I, I was, um, oh, they left. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, that's, I, I'm excited about next week's show and, um, and look forward to diving into that topic. Um, it is, it, you know, there's a thin line, you know, it's funny because sometimes you think like, wow, you're church worshiping. You feel like you're close to the Holy spirit and, and you're like, oh my God, am I just manic? Like, I mean, you do have to question that sometimes, but you know, the difference. You definitely, well, you, you definitely have to question it when you have mental illness. That's true. Because some you don't know the difference sometimes. Well, I mean, you know, even uh, you don't, and it's let alone you know you have the people out there. You're all saying how like people say how they're connected they are to the Holy Spirit, and you don't and hear God talking hear to God them, talking and to it's them like, and oh, did like, you or is it a delusion or are you lying? Like, I, I think this is the duality of religion. Well, not religion, but spirit, like having a faith walk. Is that you don't never know. I mean, you, no, you don't never know. You don't. That's good, baby. You don't never know. You don't know, never know. You don't oh, know, never know. By the way, a shout out to the folks from Alabama that Rebecca had shot um, last night had um, shots of white. What do you call them? White tea. White tea shots. Um, yeah, yeah. By the way, yeah. Shout out that she, Rebecca got a whole bunch of old women drunk. I dare you to say shout out again. Why? Because you've said it like 20 times in this well, this show. this is the way it is. We're talking about our lives. That's what we're doing. Do we have to shout at everybody, though? Well, that's, that's just what we do. We shout at people? It's shout out. No, you shout out. You're shouting at people. Uh, well, it's, it's, it's you know, look. This is, look, I'm black. That's what I do. <laughs> Don't blame it on your race. That's what I do. That's what black people do. That's what we do. We shout Not out. Not your race, your ethnicity. We... we <laughs> We shout out some specific, yeah. Like that's what we do. Like mm. he's shouting at everybody shout today. Out to people, like you know, that's what I do. Mm. I'm Gee. tired. You need to quit shouting at people. <laughs> well, la apparently it was too loud around you because your phone kept telling you. you no, know, my watch. Your watch. So, <laughs> so <laughs> Apple Watch users will know that when it gets real loud, like you get this warning and it's like it's too loud where you are. You need to leave. Oh my God! It kept going off. It went off today too during um, the last sermon. Oh really? When he was shouting, yeah. Oh, uh, Bishop Otis. Yeah, it went off. It was like mm -hmm. it's too loud. Yeah, it's too loud. You need to leave. Yeah. Well, no, that was that was a good sermon. I was serving. I was up jumping too. Yeah, it was good. You know, look, we were, Apple said it was too loud. It was too loud. <laughs> Y'all need to calm down you now. Need to calm down. All this, <laughs> all this holiness, all this holy roller. Apple don't do holy roller. Which is odd because I went to the Apple session and it was a lot of black people. They should understand that anyway. Anyway, um, so like, all right. So, uh, thank you for joining this week. Let me see. Let, let let's get into our. Uh... Oh God, this I know. I'm sorry. Uh, let's put this at a moderate level and uh, <laughs> let's just let, let's just get into your proverb of the week. 
Okay, it's a Zimbabwe proverb. Ooh. And it goes, if you can walk, you can dance. If you can talk, you can sing. And it's... What it means to me is that in this day and age, we have come to the decision that unless you can monetize it, unless you're good enough to monetize it, you shouldn't do it, right? You shouldn't dance unless you're good enough to get popular on like social media for dancing. You shouldn't sing unless you can become, you know, top record seller. Like, because it's not good enough. You have to monetize everything you do. And you don't. You don't. You can just dance to dance and you can just sing to sing and you can just do art to do art. It doesn't always have to be to sell it. I mean, late stage capitalism. Yeah, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, it's always a, a, a interesting conversation um, when you're talking about um, should everything is is everything for sale? And it's interesting because as you were talking and as you and, and reflecting upon your uh, your old uh, well your proverb, it's interesting because like even where I work now, I tell people everything is for sale. I'm selling chairs, chips, walls, doors bathrooms toilets that's because you're a capitalist bricks and i just come to the conclusion that yeah i am i am i am i am i am a compassionate a very compassionate capitalist pro business to the core but what that proverb spoke to me was is that even in the midst of you doing what you need to do to make commerce happen and yes everything is sellable don't ever forget at your core your compassion for people, your spirit for people, and your interconnectedness to people. Yeah, and you you don't have to be good at something to do it. Right, no. And, and You can sing off-key all you want to, but if it make you happy, sing. Make a joyful noise. That's what I'm saying, you know, like, make a joyful noise unto the Lord. You know, I'm not the best dancer, and oh my goodness, I still She was got rocking up, last night. She I did, still got up and tried. She like, did. it wasn't she was good. Doing, look, she was doing her white girl dance last night, and it was good. I like, was, I didn't but, care. I didn't care. You know care. what? It was with the old people, and, and they let me do it. They was like, it's okay, baby. Do you. Do you. Do you. <laughs> you know, and the thing is, is that's it, baby. Don't ever worry about looking funny, because somebody is always looking funny. Just enjoy your life. That's what you're saying to me. Yeah. Just enjoy. So the next time we at the, at the lounge... And we doing a two-step because we, we too we old. Ain't, we ain't going back to a lounge anytime soon. <laughs> well, no, I don't know, baby. That was fun. <laughs> that yeah, was but today's not. <laughs> no, no, it's true. Like, you know, we we, we, we got up with like two hours of sleep. And uh, it was it was a little bit of a hot mess. So, um, yeah. So, anyway, yeah. So, have a great week, everyone. And so, in honor of the fact that I was at the Congressional Black, uh, Black Caucus Foundation uh, Legislative 51 this week everyone is talking about in the world about what they want and what they need right and especially in rural and urban america and we talk about mental health about what what we want and need for mental health like that's the point of the show right honey we want to move the needle on mental health and tearing down the stigma so that we can have viable solutions to real problems and and you know which impact every aspect of our life whether it's you know incarceration mass incarceration whether it's homelessness whether it's food insecurity unemployment mental health is most times and often at the core of that so i thought i would have a throw backy back well before you do that okay go before ahead. before you do that yes go ahead um 
something that I want and need. It would be great if our listeners could rate our show on whatever platform you're listening to. And the reason I say that is not to get a big head. Like I don't, I don't care. Um, but it helps other people find us. The more you rate us, the more we show up in top results and more people can find us and hear our message and we can help break down the stigma of mental health. Mm -hmm. So wherever you're listening to, if you could just give us a rating, I mean, even if you're going to give me a one star, it's still a rating. Right. Um, you better be able to justify it though. <laughs> and if, I mean, if, if you don't like us that much, why are you here? Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But go ahead and give us a rating, make a comment. It just pushes us up to the top of the list is all. Right. And, you know, every person that's connected to the show that we've had on for an interview, people that are connected into uh, or to Rebecca's or the Bipolar Girl uh, groups, they all talk about how helpful the show is. Uh, and I know there's not a noise out there, but she is absolutely right. Let's just, you know, let's help propel the show to the next, 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 next level. Um, around the world and we're just super excited and we you know i go back and i look at the analytics not because for ego purposes but i want to know what our impact is and we're now you know people are listening to us in uh in new zealand of course you know in western um i'm sorry eastern australia uh canada um for some reason you know europe on, on yeah quebec and and um and ontario in a big way all over uk you know norway germany russia france i mean all of these places are listening to the show africa and africa is the biggest one kenya south africa i mean it's huge and so I definitely in those places, I want to know that we're making an impact because mm -hmm. remember the guy we interviewed who was like, you could get murdered for being mentally ill for being mentally ill. Yeah. Cause you're with demons. Right. You know, and, and, and I know it's asking you guys to just take five more minutes out of your time and we're all very busy. And I totally appreciate that because I listen to podcasts and hardly ever rate them either. But one of the ones that I listened to was talking about this and I think that it's important. Go, go give us a rating so people can find us. Absolutely. Well, I am going to, uh, let me tell you. So this is, this is a song back from when I was a, a kid, but I heard it recently, like with some group in Dallas and they were all dancing and having fun. But this is about, this is kind of like, this sums up the week. Tell me what you want.
up in your mix if you put me on. Talk to me, I'll understand. You need to feel a gentle hand. Now, girl, it's not my style. I cannot lie. You know I like to serve it on the freaky side. What you want, I can't ignore. So tell me what you're looking for. Tell me what you want.